who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What do you get when you take two childhood friends with a passion for unexplored history and a whole lot of booze? You get us, Queen's Podcast. And here at Queen's, we are spilling the tea on all kinds of women from history. From New Orleans voodoo queen, Marie Laveau, to Marie Antoinette, and everything in between. Each queen is paired with a cocktail recipe that will totally get you in the mood to hear the fun, dramatic, and juicy stories of fascinating women from history. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers! Welcome back, heroes, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Balance returns home. Raoul blends into a city of elves, and Zoltana gains a new alias. Having arrived in the capital of the elves, Balance is recognized by an avid conspiracy theorist and comes to an arrangement. The group now finds themselves calling in a favor from the past. What other conspiracy theories exist in Discora? Will the family remember their debt? And will they finally get the rest that they seek? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. So you do not have to worry. They do remember you. <laughs> Balance, like, was just about to step out from the shadows of the trees and pauses, just frozen. Uh, you see the, the little boy just, like, look up at his mom, look back at the toy, look back up at his mom, and continue to run around in circles for a little bit before running back into the house, before she used actual mum voice on him. And she, uh, she, she closes the door, and you hear the sounds of three people... Four people. No, you hear the sounds of three people within. 
Balance is standing there with a hand over his heart. He's crying. Aww. <laughs> He's not moving. All right, love, uh, Prince Prince Ballads, Prince Lavian is standing there completely stock, stock still, tears rolling down his eyes. What are you two want to do? He's apparently useless right now. <laughs> Overcome with emotion. Uh, smack him on the back. Be like, hey. Uh, so, sorry. Wipes I mean, listen, face. it's fine, but... You're kind of the person that knows these people, so if we want to go in and take a nap, which I very, very badly want to do, you kind of have to go be the introduction. <sighs> right. Um. And obviously they love you, and she smiles at him, like, sweetly. Like, like, like she's, she's, like, genuinely happy for him that these people care about him so much that they named their baby after him. All right. Let's, let's go. Balance starts walking out slowly towards the house. And uh, I like to imagine that in Balance's head, like each step he takes, there's like little miniature flashbacks in his mind of the last time he was here going through Aww. his mind. <laughs> yeah, you very much remember the the old man. Do you remember the way that she was breathing uh, uncomfortably? You remember how the old man just put his wrists out to you and was basically giving up and surrendering? You remember the last time you spoke to Talvin in this spot um, and what you decided to do from that point. But as you take a couple of steps and you get partway across the, the clearing to the front of the house, like pro- I assume avoiding treading on some of these flowers, which have clearly been planted recently. Absolutely. Um, the door flings open and you see the woman standing there with a short bow aimed at you. Balance puts his hands up. Who's there? You come any closer, I will fire. I'm an old friend. And Balance reaches up and pulls the headband up to show the tattoo. The woman very slowly lowers the bow and releases, uh, not releases, but releases the tension in it without letting go of the arrow. Your Highness? Balance just makes a slight bow of his head. Um, we thought you were dead. Uh, come in, please, come in before anyone sees you. And she steps back. And you hear, Who's that there? It's, 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 um, it's an old friend of yours. Go, go rest, go sit down, he'll, he'll be in in a minute. Balance Please come in. Is smiling super widely, just big grin on his face, and starts walking towards the house with a bit of renewed vigor. Um, please. She steps back. I am. Um, she goes to shut the door behind you. I have you... some guests, some allies of mine. Oh, if um, you don't mind. Uh, well, I'm hardly going to say no. Um, bring them in. I mean. Bring your friends in. We'll, they're always welcome. Thank you. Balance is going to turn back. Guys, come on in. <laughs> they're friends. Already in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I need to ask, where's the wolf? Uh, she's sitting outside patiently because she's a little large. Okay. Thank you. She's been following me this whole time. All right. Karuna just like. If all of you are going in, Karuna will literally just sit on the step and curl up just on on the step. Like this step is too small for Karuna, but she still somehow manages to curl up on this step like a like a way too big doormat. 
Uh, also, Karuna's fake name is uh, Gingham Rheingold. It literally doesn't matter because the dog can't talk. Literally doesn't matter. You know, it matters to me. <laughs> it matters to Casey, so Gingham. Okay. Is this so you can Shit. make a Gingham style joke later? No, it's because I want to know now. I want to know before you make it. So Neil knows when to cut it. So the episode. So, so that I know when to cut it. Well, A, if I was going to make that's, one, you've ruined it. That's so amazing. Well, that and, was why I did that. Because it wasn't going to be good when you did it. I wasn't I'm actually planning. You the trouble. I actually was not. It hadn't even occurred to me to make a Gingham style joke. I literally, the only reason why I said Gingham was just because cashmere is a kind of fabric and gingham is a kind of pattern so I just thought it would be funny (laughs) I got it (laughs) okay the three of you find yourselves within a small shack Um, there is a bed in one corner and on this bed there is a very old looking elf Um, he doesn't appear to move very much out of this there's everything set in his way everything is within arm's reach for him however you can see that um, through the door which is slightly ajar you can see another set of cots in there you would assume for for the woman whoever it is that she's with and the small child Um, there is a table and chair set in here the fire is roaring crackly Uh, the fire is crackling merrily that sounds better. The fire is <laughs> roaring crackly is the yes. best sentence anyone <laughs> no, has ever good. said in their entire life. So stupid. Um, and this is basically what you see. There's probably just enough seats for all of you uh, if she doesn't sit down. Uh, the kid is playing in front of the fire um, with, you know, with whatever toys he's he has strewn about everywhere. Um, and you can see the remains of uh, a meal which is yet to be tidied away on the table. Balance is just standing there looking around with a smile. This place looks a lot... A lot happier than last time I was here. A lot warmer. Uh, You see the old man sit up a little bit. Um, He's clearly quite weak. Um, And as you look at him now, you can see that his eyes are are milky with age. Um, And he says, "Uh, Is that... That can't be. I must be getting... Senile in my old age as well as deaf and blind. That can't be Prince Laffian, he's dead. It's good to see you too, Delig. It has been a very long time. Ah, uh, must be nearly s- 60 years, yes. If not a little longer or shorter. Yes. Uh, so, uh, what are you, what are you doing here? Not to be rude, but... You're under arrest. <laughs> it's been 60-some odd years, but I'm here to take you to prison. <laughs> no, I'm... Sorry, I had the idea of the old man performing a sit-in's arrest on that. It would be the funniest thing. Um, <laughs> anyway. It's been 60 years, aren't you? Uh, it's supposed to be dead, aren't you? Well, that's what they would have you believe. It's a bit of a story, um... I don't even know where to begin. Um, I need to ask you something. Would it be safer for my girl and the boy if they ought to know? The less people that know, the better. You see the woman look at the old man, look at you, look at her son, and she says, Right, it's time for bed, Laffian. But mom! Laffian! mom? Laffian! And the boy just like drops the toy and runs into the other room. And she gives you a nod, 
heart bow, bit of a nod, bit of a, a giggly smile, and then she goes into the other room and closes the door. Balance is blushing. Not in like a flirty way, in the like they named their child after him in its adorable <laughs> way. Yes, well, uh, she was rather smitten with the idea of you having saved her life, so the least she felt she could do. Nah. It's flattering. Should hope so. Now tell me, what are you doing here endangering our lives? Not that I mind, I'm practically two feet from the other side. I'm sorry, that's... That is the case. Um, my companions and I, we... We're attempting to stop the apocalypse, that is... A very tall order. Yes. And getting taller by the day, it seems. Um, what's happened to 50 years ago was an accident. I don't wish to interrupt Prince Laffian, but it's probably safer that I don't know either. Fair. Then suffice it to say that I am alive. There are things going on that I wish to deal with here in Belagvood. Eventually, but there are more important things going on right now. Yes, it is a shame that they decide that you aren't part of the royal line anymore. There are people who need to be taught about tolerance. This disgusting attitude towards the dwarves. He literally kind of, he tries to spit on the floor and he's utter disgust, but just, it does reach it further than the bed. Balance gets up and just grabs like a cloth or something and just cleans it up. Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm sorry. That's all I, right. I heard the sounds of you having companions. Yes. Um, my apologies. Let me introduce. This is my friend Zaltana. <laughs> I was very torn about whether Zaltana should be indignant and go, excuse you, Lady Cashmere Rheingold, but... <laughs> Don't do it. I will I'm mind thrust you. I'm not I gonna. will mind thrust you. Uh, Zoltana, a good strong dwarven name, yes? Yep, that's me. I'm a dwarf. Pleasure to meet you, young lady. And I think I had a fourth or third... Yes, my other companion here is Raul. Nice to meet you. I'm sorry, I may just be getting... Well, I am getting deaf in my old age, but I can't quite place your accent. Uh, it's from far away. Like how far? Over water. You haven't gotten involved with the other continent, have you, Lafian? Not Kino, no. <laughs> Balance is like what does that slightly. Mean? Um, your friend, duh. <laughs> well, sounds a bit your friend isn't from Kino, but you are still involved with the Kino. No, he's from uh, a place far to the north. He's uh, what is known as a dragonborn. Oh. We've heard tales of those, usually a sickly breed, but... Well, he's one of them. <laughs> sickly is right. Sickly, fire-breathing dragons. <laughs> uh, what are they supposed to trust them, but... Uh, huh? two, two feet from the grave, I guess it uh, 
Doesn't matter now. No, he's a steadfast ally of mine. You see him take a deep breath, just kind of swallow whatever objection he's about to say, says, well, you're all welcome to spend the night here and recuperate and uh, not interfere with the, the girl and the child. I would appreciate if you don't put them in any further danger. <laughs> Understood. Well, I've got nowhere for you to stay or sleep, so I hope you brought bedrolls. Zoltana's like, do you have a, is there a back of the house? Well, there's round the back of the house, but there isn't really a back door. Uh, okay. I know I haven't seen it in a while, but I think there's just the front door over there. And he gestures in the old position. I think there's a bedroom door over here. And he gestures, uh, points in a slightly wrong direction. And Zoltana uh, looks at Balance and she's like, I'm going to go uh, sleep with Karuna outside. It's you a- don't have to sleep outside. It's nice and warm in here. Is it like particularly cold out or? No, not really. I, my uh, my dog is outside. Uh, your dog is more than welcome to come inside. Bring them in. My dog is very large. <laughs> I, I you, don't know. You that- hear him try, trying to whistle. He just can't manage it. <laughs> it's just like, he's just too old and weak now. My dog's uh, not going to fit in your house. Oh, oh well. You're always welcome to come in. Uh, uh, just whatever you prefer and wish. Uh, take take some rest, take some food. It's much appreciated. I don't wish to be a bin, but we've had a trying day. Well, you helped me out when I was uh, when I was the most desperate. Uh, the least I can do is offer you some shelter. It is appreciated, and know that I would do it again if I can. And I would offer the hospitality if I could, uh, <laughs> if I could make sure it was safe. But I'm afraid it isn't. Understood. Well. Zoltana, it may be uh, best that you and Karuna keep an eye out while you're resting. Have one swap off with the other. If anybody approaches, let us know. Karuna's done nothing but sleep all day, so I think probably I don't know what she was doing while she was <laughs> in the house by herself. Told you, um, miniseries. <laughs> and I guess we won't find out until the special episodes come out. Um, no. Patreon. So far as you know, Patreon. No. So far as you know, Karuna has just been doing Karunary things. She wasn't with you at the fight, so. Sniffing butts. S- sniffing butts, killing things. You know, the usual things that Karuna would do. Um, all right. Bringing down the whole, the puppy thunder. Yeah, um, bringing down the wolf and fold. Um, yes. Uh, so... Unless there's anything else, he probably falls to sleep pretty quickly. Um, he is quite old and not very mobile. Anything you guys wish to do overnight before we roll on to the next day? I wish to recuperate my stuff and gain my le- next level. Yes. On this great evening, I shall bestow upon you the gift of a level. <laughs> hey. You are now level seven. Remember to level and get all the good things you need. I will do that when we get to it. Yes. Rel's going to pull out his book. Okay. And uh, he's pretty tired, but um, now that he's thinking about it, he's going to go through the book because he's learned two languages since he last opened the book. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) Fuck mine. Okay. You open up your book. I need you to make an intelligence check. 
Oh, good. My specialty. <laughs> Wait, you learned gnomish and halfling? Uh, yes. Okay, carry on. <laughs> Thirteen. A Thirteen. You open up the book, um, you flick through it, you see that there are phrases um, written, again, assembly orders, uh, you see a few things with um, respect to... So you got a 13? Uh, yes. Okay. You look through the book, looking specifically for anything written in Gnomish or anything written in Halfling. There's not a lot written in Halfling. Hardly anything at all. You see like the odd word, like a translation of a phrase you've already seen. And you go through looking for Gnomish and you only see descriptors. Descriptors of... And out of 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 a gnome, uh, descri- descriptions being things like um, <laughs> doesn't use usual forms of magic, um, qu- psychic question mark. There are those things written here, there, and everywhere. But the gnomish in this book is very contained. It's very specifically about what they look like. Then, um, yeah, very specifically about what they look like and a description of the powers. Uh, psychic um, oh. has the ability to change and move matter um, can force people to do things against their will by invading their minds. You see other descriptions on things like that. Um, You also see descriptions of animating objects that shouldn't be animated like uh, knives into like clouds and stuff which is magic but is also referenced in here as not being magic. They don't know how but they know that he is not magic. Um, There's also reference in, in here to life magic and to death magic. Um, it's how that is that phrase is written in the book, life magic and death magic. It's not a great translation, but you don't know how to translate it further. Um, there's clearly a different meaning. It's just the phrasing that's odd. Um, but this is written slightly off to one side. It's not with the bulk of the information about what you know about, uh, what you know about psychics and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that's about all you get. Yeah, Raul will go up to balance before he goes to sleep. Okay. Hey, um... Yes? So I can speak other languages now. Uh, We've talked about... um, In Gnomish, there are some parts in here which talk of psychic stuff. Really? Yep, and I tell him all the things I found in Gnomish. The description of the person itself mm-hmm. is almost identical to how you have seen Monarch. Hearing that description, balance in his mind is to say, Monarch, this is uncannily accurate describing you. There are many, many gnomes in this world, or at least there was, but... It does sound uncomfortably like me. I don't know why I would be referenced in an old draconic book. That's a little concerning. Yes. Yes, it is. I think we're going to have to do a little bit more digging. I think this book needs to be translated properly. You may have to persuade your friend to let the book out of his possession for a while. 
But I do know what that book means to him. I'll see what I can do. Are there any languages that you may be able to translate while we're here? I don't believe there's anything that I know that you do not, and that he know. No, it's not. Gnomish, I think, was the only other language I spoke that you do not. And he has already read that part. Hmm. I think next time we see Kythea, we're going to need to hand it over. Perhaps you're right. I don't know exactly what she knows. But if you have faith in her, I guess I will have to too. You hear a little, a little sting in that. Okay, all right. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. That's. Never mind. I was going to say something I would have regretted. I'm just happy to hear a friend was happy. And to feel him retreat back. Roll's just still kind of like looking over things. It talks about life magic and death magic. What does this mean? Is this like a death ma- magic? Is that what it's talking about? Is Zoltana still awake? Zoltana's no. outside, dude. Okay. You can wake her up. Just go give her a kick. <laughs> it could be surmised. I mean, I'm not really quite as learned on the super intricate workings of magic. I understand the basic schools and certain applications, but um, you may want to talk to Zoltana about such a thing. Most likely she would be aware of it after her time with uh, Odette. Um, I do think, however, that next time we see Kythea, you may wish to leave the book with her. I have a feeling that this book is becoming more and more important to our story, as it were. I mean, if that's what you think is best. If we had Ama around, I could ask her about it, but I'm not sure. You could try getting a message to her, see if you can get a response. I'm going to. I'm just nervous about it. Do you think that I can get her back? Do you think Odette would do that? Do you think if she did that, do you think that magic works? I don't know. I don't know the limitations of it. It's possible. For certain. Whether or not she would be the same person she was the way you remember her. That's a whole nother story, but it's worth inquiring, at least. Just don't think with your hopes leading it, if that makes sense. I'll do whatever it takes to give her another chance if she could have a normal life. But... I also don't know where she is and if she's okay there. I don't want to mess anything up further. I need to figure out more about the risks. And we will. We have time. Well, hopefully. And on that beautiful little note, is there anything anyone else wants to do before we roll forward to tomorrow? 
Nope, Zoltana's tired, so I'm not going to go outside and bother her. <laughs> oh, relish and consider it. You're such a sweet friend. <laughs> He's a better friend than all of us. <laughs> okay, we roll on to the next morning. It's it dawns beautiful. It's warm. It's it's not overly hot. It's not humid. It's just a genuinely nice day. Uh, the family are up and about. They get up and they leave fairly quickly. The the boy going with the mum into town. The old man just uh, relaxing best he can in this in the chair in the in the bed that he's in. What do you guys want to do? Where are you headed to? Are you going to talk to Zoltana this morning? Yeah, we can do that. Go for it. Hey, Zoltana. Hey, Ral. What's up? Hey, um, so you might have heard the specter is mentioned that Odette might be able to help with Ama if she's willing to do that, of course. Um, I'm going to be honest with you right now, Ral. What Odette might be willing to do might be, it might take a while for uh, her to be okay to do anything. She's very likely being tortured right now. And you can see like a look of pain on Zoltana's face when she says that. And she's, and then she says, I want to talk, I'll talk to her about helping you, but I want you to understand that it's, it, it might be a while after we rescue her for us to be able to, for her to be able to do anything about Ama. I know. I'm, I'm not trying to press matters. You know that I wanted to help before and well, if there's the chance that I can have Ama back, give her another chance, then you know I would do anything. But I mean, I understand all that. As if she's not, I I can find someone else. But I was just wanting to know if if you know anything about the process and the risks of that. I don't know anything about it. What do I know, Valanda? Adet never really wanted to talk about it, but if you want to know something, then you definitely would have been able to... Basically, Sultana would have been able to get the answers out of her. It's just Odette would have been reluctant to do it. So I'm going to let you roll, but I'm going to be honest, it's very difficult. Okay. Odette really didn't want to talk about it. I'm going to say I probably didn't press her too hard either. Okay. Um, then I'm just going to out, out and say, you know that any... Every time she does, uh, every t- the one time that she did this spell that you're aware of, the husband came back missing something. So I don't know much. She never really wanted to talk about any of it. Um, but I do know there was a time in this little town called Fool's Hope where this woman died. And this is the first time I ever saw that Odette could do this. And she brought the woman back. But the woman's husband lost his sight. So it's highly possible if if she could bring back Ama, you might lose something yourself. And I know you. So I know you're about to say that it doesn't matter to you. But Ama would be okay. She would she would be back. She would be able to help. She would She would have another chance. Yeah. Possibly. I don't know what happened to that woman or her husband after. Hmm. I still have to figure out where she is. 
Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah, you know that I'm want to help you. I understand. I as long as I know it's possible, I will I'll find a way. Okay. Irene. So what do you guys do? Are you heading straight towards Dust Plateau? Are you making any other side stops? Are you what's your plan? I have a thing I wanna do. Sure. Um, I mean before we leave Derlig's house, Balance is gonna just go over to Derlig, kneeling down. I assume he's still in the bed. Yeah. And just whisper to him. What is it that is ailing you, if you don't mind my asking? <laughs> uh, it's just old age, young man. Happens to even the best of us. If you would like, I can try to alleviate some of that. He puts his hand, he reaches out blindly for your hand and lays his hand on your arm. And he says, Prince Lafium, with all the greatest respect in the world. It is my time. I am happy I have had a very good life. You gave me back my granddaughter when I thought I was going to lose her. I could not have wished for a happier life. Please, don't waste your talents on an old man like me, because you're probably going to need them. Go. And thank you. Balance is going to stand up. And before he lets go of Derlig's hand, because balance is nothing, if not the kind of person that would do this, this is what he would do. He's going to try to use his restore health to restore his eyesight. Okay, link this to me. Because if he's going to die, he should at least be able to see his loved ones before that. Oh, that's sickeningly disgusting. Yeah. Do you know what? I would argue that it's old age and that can't be cured with magic and psychic shit, but that's just too fucking sweet. All right. You heal over his sight. You see his eyes return to the deep color that they were before, deeper than the color you'd even seen them when you first met him. And he blinks profusely and he looks up at you and he smiles. Should have known better. Balance smiles, gives him a wink and then walks out. Okay, you walk out. All right, what are the three of you doing now? Balance is standing on the front stoop, hands on his hips. Real fucking proud of himself. Head, head <laughs> like head, stand, head up, cl- eyes closed, taking in the fresh air. Just. <sighs> All right, let's get going. How far is it? Really far. Let's bring up the old map, shall we? From Belligbud to Dusk Plateau is 17 days. There you go. Do we have rations? Yeah. I think you guys bought a fuck ton of rations, right? Fuck if I know. <laughs> I don't keep track of that shit unless you end up telling us to, because I always forget. Because <laughs> it's the one system in D&D that I fucking hate. It's it's dumb. Um you can reduce the time by taking horses. Um, let me just... I would never. <laughs> you killed the last steal one. Them. I did not! You killed kill. Thistle! 
this episode, that episode would be up by now, I hope. And yes, yes, I did. All right. Thistle lives on in the hundreds of replicants of Thistle. Okay. Thistle lives indefinitely now. He lives in you. No, it's fake Thistle. So now it's Thistle. Thistle. Full circle. It's Thistle. Oh, Jesus. Full circle. You used to call it Thistle. You know, Lindren's going to be so mad at us. Fuck Lindren. <laughs> In the words of this entire party, fuck uh, Lindren. Fuck Lindren. What did you idiots do? <laughs> An army of Caden on a bunch of very similar horses <laughs> destroyed the whole town. You're all in very big trouble. I hate you. Okay, right. I need to go to my timeline because this is actually important. <laughs> Am I going to finish my thing before we get there? Uh, you didn't practice yesterday. Not practice. Nobody mentioned that you practiced the day before. Oh, this isn't the sword thing. <laughs> oh, what are you on about? My, the thing I'm working on. Oh, I'm going to say you're going to finish the important one by the time you get to them. Okay. I don't have okay. any other one that I'm working on at the moment. So Yeah, then you absolutely will be able to. Um, oh boy, so much shit happens. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, yes, it's 17 days by foot. Um, I think horses make it time in a bit, depending on how hard you push them. I have I have horse travel in the bottom of my world notes. Hang on. You could just walk into your castle and demand horses. Give to us the horse. You could do, yeah. These yeah, are my could. horses. I am Prince. I own these now. All right. So you can get their own horse probably within about seven or eight days. Uh, seven or eight days, or you could make it in there in about six days for sure if you really push the horses. Uh, I have a note here saying horse pushing is eight to ten miles an hour. It's not good for the horses, so Neil wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> That's where I were in my notes. <laughs> so yeah, you can get there within six days if you really need to. If we get horses? If you get horses and you push them. It's not recommended for the horses, so Neil was not going to recommend it, but you can get there in six days. And that puts you a couple of days ahead of when this was supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Very close to, fucking close to it. Will we, would, if we were to walk, would we get there in time even? Uh, no. No chance. Wow. What do you guys want to do? We literally need horses. Do we have any money? Do you have any money? I don't think I do. I have 50 gold. I have 90. Do I have money? Be on your character sheet. You could sell some things. Maybe you shouldn't have left Clack and Thistle behind. I have six gold. Oh boy. And good luck with that. So, three of you standing outside the old man's house. This is a problem. Well, I'm cool because I can ride my I can ride my dog. How fast does my doggy go? Let's say that Karuna will be able to keep up with the horses. We'll just go with that. So essentially we could get one horse and then Balance could ride it and then Raw could be behind Balance on one horse, right? You want to two up on a horse. Two that up will on one horse. probably take you eight days if you're pushing it. 
because it's one horse with instead one of getting two horses and a cart because Raw can't ride a horse anyways so he's going to either need a cart or you to steer the horse well, I can't it's doable. Ride a horse. It would just cost you a little bit of time. He's probably never ridden a horse. He's probably barely even like, yeah, him and horses are not the greatest friends. Although I think he had the best animal handling check when you were trying to actually run. Yeah, Raw was able to like <laughs> steer the car. Ride, riding horses. horses and and running them for a team is is different. Not the, um, yeah, not the same. No. And also, one broke my ribs. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he's a dick. Um, it's the worst. He should have mm-hmm. died. Oh, fuck. Poor Thistle. All Thistle it was oats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, are you guys going to go try and find a horse? Um, I don't need one, so you guys make decisions. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, between our gold, I think it was... we could, If we get it to, like, 140 gold for the two horses, that would work, because then... We should only need one horse, though, if we... It'll take us longer, though, is the problem. By, like, How one, about? two days. Yeah, but, like, two days. It's still a lot quicker than 17 days, but there's a chance you might miss. At least you don't exactly know how the tournament structure is because you're not there. But there's a good chance you will either miss it completely or miss a bit of it. But this is a risk you'll have to take. Also, you don't even know if getting in there within six days is going to be quick enough. Because you never had an exact date or time. All right, so... V? Um, yes. There was a discipline I was looking at taking, but because we kind of leveled up mid-recording session, I never really got... I, I guess I need to have the quick chat with you now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a discipline that has teleportation as a focus. Not not as like a focus, but like that's the whole thing. It's called uh, nomadic step. Mm-hmm. I was looking at it because it seemed interesting. I like it. The only thing that irks me is that some of the abilities it like is like I can teleport up to a mile to a spot I can see but it's like okay how the fuck am I seeing a mile away at any given point mm-hmm. it would be something I'd be interested in taking but as it currently stands it makes no fucking sense you can see a mile if you're on top of a hill is that something that would make sense in this kind of world uh, I assume you need to spend side points to do it yeah yeah that's fine it's the same as, as a basic teleportation spell. Um, if that's the case, then... Does it allow ride-alongs? Phantom Caravan, six side points. As an action, you and up to six willing creatures of your choice that you can <laughs> okay, see... Okay, called Phantom, Ca- Phantom, Phantom Caravan. Phantom Caravan. Uh, you and up to six willing creatures of your choice that you can see within 60 feet of you teleport up to one mile to a spot you can see. <laughs> If there isn't an open space for all the targets to occupy at the arrival point, this ability fails and is wasted. So I could... Okay, let me put it like this. A horse going at top speed of about 10 miles an hour. So over the course of the day, if you're traveling for like eight days, uh, eight hours or something, that's 80 miles. It costs you six side points. How often can you do that? Six, 12, 18, 24, 30, 36. I could teleport us an additional six miles in a day, but that would use up all of my side points. Basically, that would get you there a day earlier. And I would be completely spent, except for two side points. It would get you there like half a day earlier, but you would be spent when you arrive. And you'd still need, we'd still need to get the horses anyway. Well, I can do up to six targets. 
So. Yeah, you can take horses with and, and crooner. Um, so get like two horses, you actually have a full group. It would gain you half a day. So that's six, you said six miles? Six a, miles a day in a day would be spending all of, of my... Six or seven days? Yeah, it gains, like gains you half miles. a day. So if you push if you push the horses, it'll get you there in five and a half days. So it would save us like between 30 and 40 miles. Yeah. If you want to take it, I have a narration for it. But this is entirely up to you. Either way, you're still going to need horses. Um, what if I uh, don't use it on the last day, just so that I have my side points when we get there? Mm, then you'll arrive like late on day five. Rather Which than, you know what I mean? Terrible. Five and a half. Yeah, you you get there earlier for sure, but it was it's not a massive saving. I still like it. I think it's cool. And right, it's a better idea it. than what I was going to do prior. Okay. Let's go get some horses. Let's go shopping for horses. Yeah. Balance hasn't told anyone about the teleportation thing yet. He's still trying to formulate the plan in his mind. Yep. You guys make your way to the town proper. Uh, you pass the potion shops. You see the old man in there battering around. Uh, his new, There are a bunch of new conditions and terms on how to purchase potions, like no more than X amount of potions per customer per day, that kind of thing. Uh, of credit course. is still not extended beyond a month because he's still a dick. Um, but you see, now see that there is at least a half elf now working there daily with him. He seems to have adopted <gasps> his scowl on his annoyance. Um, is it Recky? Yeah. <gasps> still Recky. Fuck. <laughs> I want to talk to up. Uh, uh, fuck. Do you really? Yes, I do. But like, oh my god. Uh, you can talk to Recky if you want to. No, we don't have time. No, you don't. And also, you're trying to pretend to be dead, right? I know. <laughs> you idiot. All right, so you you make your way towards a horse vendor. Um, I I I. Fuck me. Do you want me to roll a persuasion with advantage and just be on with it? Please, I, I, I can't do. Hi, that. I sell horses. How much are you going to give me for the for these horses? Give me your horses. Uh, <laughs> put, put them on my tab. Bye. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. All right. It's going to cost you, let's say, eighty-five gold. Um, the horse is a little bit knackered looking, but will probably do the job. All right, that's one horse. One horse. God, didn't we get two with a carriage for 90 in Fossum? Yeah. You're in the city, man. <laughs> this horse is janky, though. Yeah, what are you going to do? Roll better persuasion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need another horse. Give no. us another horse. Nope, you, you are not getting another horse. I right. will steal a horse. You have one horse. The horse How much was is it? 85? 85 gold. Great. The horse is gray. Is I think that makes it a white horse if you call it a grey. Whatever. Oh, the horse know. is white. The horse is is just like pure white. White speckled. Um, white speckled. Yeah, fuck it. It's a, like the, the the kind of like uh, the bit where like it's it's like flares are around its, around its hooves and legs and stuff. Uh, it's very fluffy and it's it's greyish in colour. And it goes from this greyish like uh, like speckled mess up to its uh, up to its main body and its head, which is just pure white. The mane is very, very long and very beautiful looking. But the horse has sad, tired eyes. Um, it's not moving as fast as it ever wanted to. It's not been, it's not as nourished as it should be. There you go. This is your horse. So basically we just bought a fucking raw horse. And what is the horse's name? Zoltan of uh, Volanda. The horse's name is going to be Speckle. The horse's name is Piper. Fuck you. <laughs> Thank you for that suggestion. The horse's name is Piper. All right. Excellent. 
Actually, I better write that down in case you kill another horse. What? Excuse didn't me? What? We didn't do it. We didn't do shit. That's not on us. You abandoned the horses. I will steal all the horses if we want to steal the horses. <laughs> Let's not steal the horses. All right. You acquire yourself a beautiful horse uh, named Piper, and uh, she will take you on your way. Okay. I assume you guys are making all possible haste, the best possible speed. Yes. And then uh, at the end of the night, Balance is going to be like, I have an idea and do. Okay. For interesting, interesting sake, I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. So I just well, actually, no, because I can't do it tonight because I can't see that far in a mile, uh, see a mile in the dark. Yeah, you'll probably have to do it like earlier in the day just so you can literally see. 60 feet's like a mile. Yeah, definitely. Shh. Valanda doesn't know distances. I don't do I, distances, dude. That's fair. Shut up. 60 feet is a mile. She also. Yeah, she also doesn't know uh, Americanized distances like the, like what do you guys do? Like kilometers? We do miles. All right, so let's say about midday you have Piper, you have all your stuff. Um, Zoltana is riding on Karuna, looking like a warrior princess of old. Um, we have the two guys somewhat perched on top of Piper who doesn't look happy with being pushed to go this fast uh, with two heavy people aboard. Um, but you are doing your thing. Uh, balance. Balance. Hi. Hi. What are you doing? Um, so as we're riding, Balance is just kind of thinking about logistically how long it's going to take to get there and the time frame that we're working with and just kind of is like, it's not going to work. We're not going to make it in time. Even pushing it as far as we can, it's not going to work. We need to go faster. <laughs> Also, does Rawls still look 40, 41, 42? Okay, I forgot to mention this. When you guys, it's not even when you wake up. No, it is when you wake up. It's happened at dawn. Um, when you guys wake up, like all the old has gone. Like you feel okay. invigorated and full of youth again. You are no longer 41 years old. You're back to your youthful bouncing 22. And Zoltana, yeah. you are back to being, well, pretty much you feel exactly the same as you did yesterday, just not less knackered. All right. Okay, just curious. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I forgot to narrate that. <laughs> I was going to see how long you went being old. Uh, no, joking. I just forgot. My bad. I'll take that by. Oh. Oh. What's the O? Uh, I'm just reading face. some of the other abilities from this discipline. Oh. <laughs> I am Tracer. Jesus Christ. I can make right. an anchor and teleport back to it. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Pew, 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 pew. Um. <laughs> Gone. Okay, so what are you doing? Um, so the whole thinking thing. And as we're riding, Balance is kind of formulating in his mind, thinking about the psionic abilities he has, and kind of is like putting pieces together about how psionics work, and then occasionally being like, Monak, what if, would this be possible if I grasped onto the psionic energies of everyone around us and jolted it you could use yourself as as a amplifier of sorts so you amplify their psionic energy to a position you think that would work it could work in theory I've never tried it myself but Elizabeth was theorizing it may be possible it must be on the right lines I'm well 
In a time like the present, I don't really have any other options. We need to get there now. All right. Um, if this goes horribly wrong, it was good knowing you. <laughs> Indeed. Good luck. And Balance is going to, as we're riding, just be like, Ral, grab the reins for a moment. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> you reach around and hold the reins. <laughs> I assume you're at the back of this thing. <laughs> you're giving him a reach around? Jesus. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Uh, and then Balance is going to close his eyes and focus very... Don't do that. Please don't do that. Don't do that. Please stop it. Oh, that's amazing. Why Titanic? (laughs) 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 All right, musical interlude aside. Uh, Balance is going to close his eyes and reach out with his mind, connecting to the psionic energies around the horse, Karuna, Zoltana, Rawl, and himself. And then with this surge of psionic energy from Balance himself, he's going to try to jolt us forward a mile. Okay. Let me just make sure I read your thing correctly. Um, I can click it as soon as I put it in my character sheet. I just need to see if there's any limitations I need to know about. Sure. Hang on. I, there are so many teleportation abilities that I just got. Let me put the one in the Phantom Caravan. <laughs> the fact he's called a caravan. Uh, it's so dumb. I like it. It's amusing. All right. Phantom oh, Caravan. Because I'm me... so going to change it. <laughs> if you want to change it later, that's fine. I am going to. All right. Cool. Okay. You spend your points. I, I do that. Yes. Okay. So you look down the road. You amplify the thoughts and energy of everyone around you. And what you guys experience is that you are on the stalking and you aren't travelling... The world around you isn't travelling slowly as you are used to it being if you've ever entered the stalking, which I think all of you have at this point. No. It's... Oh, this is your first time here? Yeah. Oh, boy. Balance has never been. Everything around you is a strange sepia colour. It's kind of like brownish. The world around you is spinning crazily fast. It's almost as if you yourself are being held perfectly stationary in space and the world underneath you moves and you just at the other side as you were previously. Raoul, you do see your spectre friend and he looks like he's about to open his mouth and speak to you but everything happens so fast in this interruption into the stalking plane he never gets the words out. And poof, you're a mile ahead of where you were. The horse... Oh, no. ...doesn't at... No, fuck it. The horse is going crazy. Make an animal handling check. Karuna gives no fucks because she is Karuna. Well, magic beast. Yeah. Probably a little more used to. Don't call her a beast. She's a lovely lady. Who's doing the... You... Oh, it's going to have to be Rao. Uh, because he's holding the reins. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. You're also the most qualified anyways, so this is probably for the best. Animal handling, please. 15. That's pretty good. Piper bolts forward, but you managed to like do the weird like, Whoa, 
and it sounds a bit more like a soothing sound to her <laughs> than uh, than like the initial. Um, and she does begin to slow down and come back to a normal trot back under control. Um, you saved her from diving forward too far. <laughs> Congratulations. All right. You guys rinse and repeat this five more times this day, correct? Yes. And your travel through the Elven territories is generally quite peaceful. You pass a couple of uh, trading caravans on their way towards Belegbud themselves, mainly consisting of elves, the odd dwarf who looks like they are carrying a lot of weaponry with them uh, or a lot of armour. Um, you would assume it's their tithe they need to pay to be able to study and be in Belegbud city, uh, Belegbud island itself. You see a lot of this as you travel through. But on the whole, no one seems to interrupt you. Nobody seems to have a go. You skirt a couple of passing patrols, a passing couple of passing guards, but generally you're fine. Until you're about halfway there on day three. Day three. It's night time. You guys are settling down for your usual camp. What does this look like? Balance sitting there in a meditative pose going, fuck, that takes a lot out of me. <laughs> you are exhausted. Yes. Roll is finishing up his project. Are you showing the others what you're doing? Or are you doing this in secrecy? Mm, I don't think he's like trying to hide it or anything. You would just kind of like notice it. It, it looks like he's like looking at something and licking it every now and then. <laughs> and, like clawing at it. Yep. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Um, like a dog chewing a bone. Um, <laughs> Zoltana? Uh... I'm not doing nothing special. Doing nothing special. Okay. I ain't doing nothing special. Ain't doing nothing special. Who's on patrol? Uh, not balanced because he's meditating. He's already told me that. I guess me. Okay. In that case, I need you to make some perception checks for me. That's a six. Okay. Good to know. <sighs> what about Karuna? Oh, yeah, go on then. She has the same stats as you do for perception. Fuck it. Oh, no, she'll get advantage if she's using smell, so you could argue that. Perception? Perception. And once more. Oh. So that's a 12. Okay. Uh, With her perception of 12, um, it gets pretty late. You're probably about to switch over with... uh, It will be balanced because it's the middle of the night. Uh, Roll is up to you as to whether you're asleep or not. Entirely up to you. But as you begin to walk around, um, finishing off your thing, you're probably about to go kick um, balance out of his meditative state. Karuna takes a few steps out of camp and she sniffs the air, very, very suspicious. And she looks back at you. She gives you a very low... (sighs) and stalks back out into the darkness. Uh, I'm gonna go kick balance and be like, mm, "What? My uh, my my wolf? She's she knows something that we don't know. <laughs> she's gonna run after Karuna. <laughs> gonna run into the darkness? Oh wait, you have dark side. What do I get? I have oh. fucking dark vision. All right, balance is gonna get up and start chasing after, and in the mind link, wake up, roll, be like, something's going on. Let's go up and at him. Um, I can't see in the dark. Grab a fucking thing out of the fireplace. You can grab a torch, yeah. You can grab a torch. Perfectly doable. 
Yeah, I try to follow. All right. Um, you rush off into the darkness. Um, Karuna is definitely on the scent of something. She is chasing down. She goes for a good 10, 15 minutes before she comes to a clearing. And she just runs into the center of this clearing. This clearing is nothing but... You would assume... No, I'll rephrase this. You come to a clearing. In this clearing, the trees are very, very tall around it. Unless you wandered into it, it would be very difficult for you to tell that this was here. You walk in there, and there's no fallen trees. It's just a carpet of flowers. But these flowers are open. They're dark blue. They are open. They are looking to the night. And Karuna sort of runs into the very center of it. You guys like rushing off behind her. And she just sits down and looks back at Sultana, her tongue out, like uh, puffing and um, panting, just looking at you, just indicating with her head for you to come join her. Uh, And I shall. Uh, What about the rest of you? This clearing is probably 100 feet. Fuck it. I don't know what that is, but that'll do. Sounds like a big number. Uh, I'm just gonna follow. I just woke up. Yeah, cautiously moving forward. Okay, you guys. Keep an eye out for ambush. Yeah. Okay. You guys move forward, and as you get to Karuna, she just continues looking up at Zoltana and like begins to do that thing that sometimes dogs do, which begin like gnawing at your arm. Like she'll put her teeth around you and just like try and pull your arm. It's not painful. It's just trying to get your attention, just to pay attention to her. Well, yeah, for sure. I will. All the pets and scritches. All the pets and scritches. As you try and give her a scritch, like, behind her ear, which you know she loves and adores, she just bats your head away and just looks at you, and she just kind of growls a little bit in the back of her throat. And then she tips her head upwards, and she howls deep into the night. And you hear the other animals around you, you realise have been very, very quiet up until now, begin to join in. Either the birds are joining in, the wolves and the bears around, you can hear them roaring and crying out into the darkness. And then you feel the ground shake very, very heavily. Everyone make a dexterity saving throw. Uh-oh. What is she summoning? Satan. I got a 10. I'm okay with that. You need a 15 to pass. Oh, good. Oh, my God. I got a 17. 26. All right. I'm done. As the ground begins to heavily, heavily shake, balance, you just completely lose your balance you have no idea like this was very unexpected the very speed at which this came in you just hit the ground the other two of you are a little bit more practiced at dealing with unwary situations like this and you just about keep your feet although Ral you just stand there like nothing's really happening you felt this before for sure and as the ground begins to violently shake and when it slowly ceases and stops rain begins to fall and as it touches your skin you realise it's sticky with a very dark hue to it, a hue of blood. Not again. Oh, good. What does that mean? I need everyone to make perception checks at disadvantage for me. Oh, good. I'm going to assume disadvantage because it's raining blood. <laughs> it's raining blood. Hallelujah, six. it's raining blood. I got a five. Three. A six, a three, and a five. Woo. Three Not quite. As you guys are standing there, I'm just going to let you guys role play for a minute and then I will tell you the results of what just happened. Of what I just rolled. Okay. I don't know what to role play here. What does that mean? (laughs) 
the blood is pouring from the sky. Come on, dude. I can't give you any better ammunition than that. <laughs> what does this mean? Zoltana, what the fuck just what happened? What does this mean? I, I, I don't know. I think that my wolf just summoned blood rain, but I'm not 100% sure. The last time this happened, Savras died. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Zoltana is going to panic and she's going to uh, like get down on her knees and like start trying to like make a connection with Tear. You want to pray? Okay. Yeah, the last time this make happened, a- Savras died by Tear given Wolf just fucking for, just fucking like ran off and started howling. Uh, <laughs> Zoltana's going to assume that her god is dead. Okay. Roll a roll a roll a religion check for me. Thirteen. You feel a connection with Tear. It's there. Thank fucking God. Thank Tia. She she just you see that Zoltana looks visibly relieved. Like she like I'm gonna say she's tense and just you see all the tension leave her body. Okay, I'm going to assume that's a good thing based on your reaction. Uh Tia's Tia's not dead. That's that's a good thing. Okay, that seems I, like someone's dead though. Um Karuna? Bell's just staring at the wolf. Serious? Uh, <laughs> <Seriously>? Okay. <sighs> what do we do? She's not going to talk to you. She's a wolf. Well, I- listen, if the fucking wolf is smart enough to start, like, leading us somewhere, tap on the ground, do the horse thing. As, as you basically try and get Karuna to answer you, you feel something sharp into your chest. Oh. Whose chest? Yours. Oh. And as you look down, you see the fletchings of an arrow in Uh, one shoulder. uh, And then as you look down and realize that you've been shot with an arrow, a second one comes out and strikes uh, you, taking a nice nice cut across your throat. uh, And you receive. (laughs) Can I do a thing? You can try. I have a thing, a new thing. Go on then. Defensive step. When you are hit by an attack, you can use your reaction to gain a plus four bonus to AC against that attack, possibly turning it into a miss. You then teleport up to 10 feet to an unoccupied space you can see. Uh, you, you can use your action to gain a plus four AC. You then teleport up to 10 feet. Okay. What is your AC? Uh, with the plus four, it would make it at 18. You still take two shots of arrows. One of them Ow. you could not avoid was a crit. Hence and then the I teleport shot. 10 feet away. So I'm going to go 10 feet closer to Zoltana. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Let's say you were like 10 feet away from Zoltana for whatever reason. Um, you bamf next to Zoltana and you receive. Oh. Sorry. Uh-oh, that's a lot of math. Uh, I forgot I rolled the wrong thing because I forgot I'm doubling the dice and not the other way. Oh around. no. Oh no. Oh no. No, don't make the face. Sorry. I don't like the face. Stop it. You take 29 points of damage. <sighs> okay. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. I'm on. I'm on. And How much? How much? 29 okay. piercing. So you take one in the chest, in the shoulder area, and the other one basically nicks past your throat. <sighs> and there's a now sprout of blood coming out, and you guys just see this. You, The, uh, the rest of you just see an arrow embedded in his chest, and you just see the other one go... Whew, past his neck and you see a spout of blood just going out from the side and then walking into the clearing 
you see a very tall figure wearing a long robe, a long cloak. Um, they're very long, scraggly hair. You can see that they are holding a long bow and they have knocked another arrow and they are aiming towards balance. Brawl's going to get in front of everyone. Okay. You're in a defensive stance? Yeah. Zoltana also goes into a defensive stance. Balance is clutching his throat. Uh, Karuna goes to the other side of Rao and takes the other defensive stance. <laughs> <laughs> Move out of the way. It's just him. And your blood will run cold as you hear Talbin's voice coming from the man under the cloak. Oh, fuck. Uh-oh, rest in peace, Balance. You are fucked. Hi, everyone. Ral here, voiced by Neil. We hope you are enjoying the show. If you are, we would love to hear from you. Uh, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. That would be very much appreciated. It helps us out a lot. We would also love to hear from you on our Twitter. You can find us at TLDpod. You can find us via email at theluckydiepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we also have a Discord server, which we love to hear from you there. And we love to chat with you guys. So uh, come hang out with us. You can find a link to that on our uh, pinned tweet on our Twitter. Special thanks to IDK Puppies for being a patron of the show and for giving us the wonderful name Piper. Uh, which is not speckle, but I guess I guess the horse can be named Piper too. It's a it's a wonderful name. Thank you, thank you for that. If you would also like to become a patron of the show, help support us, uh, make our show even better, you can find our patron at patreon.com/tldpod, where uh, you can also help us come up with names that aren't Pete. Those who support the show at the ten dollars and up tier will also be getting early access, two month early access to the upcoming Kino campaign, which is going to be running alongside this one. So if you would like to know what's going on over there in Kino before those episodes reach the main feed, then uh, consider going and donating and helping out the show. It would be greatly, greatly appreciated. You can also help our show simply by telling a friend about the show. So uh, thank you all so much for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. The Spot Network. Imagine what your idea can do. In a world saturated with glossy facades comes a podcast that's breaking barriers. This is Reppin. It's where we do a deep dive into subjects like belonging, to mental health, to courage, and more. On Reppin, you'll meet the faces you think you know, and discover their untold stories. It's real, it's intimate, and it gives you insight into the real person behind the images. In a world of pretense, Reppin strips it all down. No filters, no facades. Learn and be empowered, and find inspiration through thought-provoking stories that resonate with your journey. Every episode is an exploration into the truths and values that make us who we are. Representation, it's not just about race or gender. It's about you. Reppin ensures that every voice is heard. Every story is valued. So be seen, be heard, and be represented. Listen to Reppin wherever you get your podcasts.